On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. So I really think about home being where you feel safe, where you feel grounded, where at the end of a stressful day, you are in a space where you can let go, whatever letting go looks like for you. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California? and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. All right, lady. Our quote of the day is a special one. Our quote of the day comes from, well, you guessed it, T and myself. In a world where Black women are underrepresented and misunderstood, we initiate authentic conversations from everything to fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space for Black women to just T. T. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (sighs) Homecoming. Coming home. There's so much that we want to cover today, ladies. So we're just going to jump on in with some questions and we're just going to flow. So just do your thing, whether you're cooking, cleaning, driving, just vibe with us. We're just having some girl talk. So the first question that we want to ask you and ourselves is, have you ever felt unwelcomed in your physical home or this earthly home, this body of yours? And my answer is absolutely. Hell, motherfucker, yeah. yes. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Probably most yeah. of my life. Dom, do you want to jump in first with like any things that come to mind for you around feeling like unwelcome in either home? So when I hear this question and I, I love how we're taking it from that that physical perspective of like the actual brick and mortar space where you might be residing. And I also say brick and mortar, but for some folks that might not be brick and mortar, right? The environment that you're living in, right? But then also your internal home. And 
when I was reflecting on this question, I can't recall a time where I didn't feel welcomed in a physical home. I can think of times where it didn't feel like mine. So I think of times when I've had roommates and it's not anything that any of my roommates ever did. I've always had, I've always been fortunate that I've had, except for that one time in college, where I have had amazing roommates, but it didn't feel like mine. And so it wasn't a sense of being unwelcome. It just wasn't mine. As an adult, being able to have a say in everything that gets done, it just didn't feel 100% mine, right? And so then that can bring up feelings of discomfort at times, right? In terms of my body, I think there have been times as I've gotten older where I've been like, and this is a natural part of aging, where I've been like, the hell is this? Now, so I'll share. So I recently went on an immersion trip and I was sitting there with some of my colleagues and we've been in the humidity all day and we in the South. And so we're eating foods that like all the fried and baked goodness that and the sugary stuff that we don't normally consume in that amount, in that quantity. And at the end of the day, we would look and our ankles would be swollen. And I was just like, no, no, what the hell is this? This does not, these cankles, like this does not feel comfortable in my body, right? I think about times when I have had physical illness and it just does not feel like my body. So what about, what about for you, T? Well, those were great examples. I just, I'm just taking in your examples, even the, the roommate situation where it's like, I didn't necessarily feel unwelcomed, but it didn't feel like mine. And that is really like, mm, you know, when you think about your home and like, We'll dive into what that means soon, but I appreciate you sharing that. Girl, I will say as far as feeling unwelcomed in the physical home, I agree with you. There were definitely situations where I was living in a space that was not mine, but also I I just think about, girl, I've had a traumatic experience recently that you know very well about. We'll probably dive into that in just a little bit. Very you know high level lady, but you know I realized that for me, my home there's a lot of trauma around what home means to me because of, you know, growing up in a violent, you know, household and then being homeless at times. And girl, when I was writing my book, I was looking over the different residents that I've lived in and the different schools I went to. And I was like, I literally lived in like 14 plus homes, air quotes, including like a shelter and a motel and stuff from the ages of, from since I was little until like high school. And I'm like, that's a, that's crazy. That's a lot, you know? And not realizing that as a kid, but as an adult looking back now that I have a child, I'm like, I can't imagine taking my child to 14 different places to live, you know, before high school. So that was one thing. So yes, definitely felt unwelcomed in the physical home. And then in my body, absolutely. I mean, I think about growing up and being so uncomfortable in my skin, in my body, not liking myself. And so for me, 
I didn't feel at home. Like I wanted to be someone else. Like I just felt icky, you know, being in this skin, right? I think about, like you said, ailments, right? So when you're sick, you know how when you get that stuffy nose, even that, like that's just so annoying to me. And I'm just like, ah. Oh, no, it's not the norm. Girl, it's not the norm, right? And just having COVID recently, I'm just like, oh, I remember that time. But girl, remember I did, we did the episode about chronic pain and I talked about my toe. I just went yes. to the podiatrist again last week, girl. I had to get this procedure done again. So this is going on a year now of me suffering with this toe issue, but it's I'm manifesting a complete recovery. But that's a that's a thing for me. It's not feeling at home. Uh, I'm thinking about the fertility journey that I had, going through six rounds of fertility treatments to get pregnant. That was a phase where I didn't feel at home in my body, and then getting pregnant, which was really great and it was a blessing, but definitely not necessarily my home because now I'm housing someone else, and then the postpartum journey. So, girl, we're about to dive on him. So, yes, the answer is yes, yes, yes to all of that. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, write down those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation. Whether it's a warm cup of tea, asking in the sunlight, or listening to a sexy story, pleasure is all around us. The older I get, the more comfortable I am with communicating my needs and being honest with myself about what brings me pleasure. With Dipsy, your sanctuary is waiting. Escape into a world where pleasure is your only priority. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. So lady, if you're listening to my voice, we have a special offer just for you. Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash herspace. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash herspace. Again, that's dipsystories.com slash herspace. Lady, you literally have nothing to lose and all the pleasure to gain. I want to ask, Dom, when you think about home, what does that mean? Because I know I just relocated. I know you relocated recently. And I remember talking to my husband about this and thinking about what is it going to mean for my daughter who she's only known one place and now we're taking her to another place. But we had her toys. She had her parents here. She had things that are familiar to her. And we've already made this new place a home. And so when you think about home, like what does that mean, whether it's the physical or within your body? I think for me, and I I appreciate you pointing out like the relocating, right? That like, and I think of that quote that we see often about home is where the heart is, right? And at first it sounds like really cheesy, but when I really step into what that means, to me, home really is where my heart is, right? And so as we're recording and I'm like, literally like looking around my apartment and I'm like, this is home. This is where I feel safe. Right. But I also think about where I grew up and how that's home too. Like new Orleans is like, I just, I'm there and it, it envelops me. 
And I, so I really think about home being where you feel safe, where you feel grounded, where at the end of a stressful day, you are in a space where you can let go, whatever letting go looks like for you, right? Home is where you can feel most at ease. And again, that can be, that's also internal, right? So when do you feel most at ease? What is happening for you internally? Where are you in the physical sense? And so for me, that that's home. And so lady, as you are thinking about for yourself, what, what is home? Like take a moment right now and journal about that. What is home? What is home? I do think it's important to define it because I find that when we get clarity and we're able to define those things, it makes it easier to manifest them. It makes it easier to bring, you know, bring them into fruition. I would say for me, I would agree with you, Dom. I think home when you said you talked about New Orleans, I was like, oh my gosh, it makes me think about Philly, right? It makes me think about my grandmother's house. She's owned that home, even though she's now, you know, her and my grandfather passed away. They've owned a home for almost 40 years. And that was the home that we had holidays. And everyone grew up. So even if I go to Google and I look up the home and I see it there, it just brings about so many feelings because there are so many milestones that were achieved. There are so many memories and all that good stuff. So I would say the familiar place, but also a safe space, right? Like I've heard of people, you know, being in these big mansions and having a house right? Or even just buying a, you know, a smaller house, like a house, but it not necessarily being a home, right? Because of what's within. And so I would say a safe space where you can be, like you said, where your heart is, where you can be free, where you can literally, I, when I think about home too, I think about home being a place where you can cry freely if you want to, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you live in a space and you're like, I don't really have space to do that. I can't just really cry or, you know, have a moment with myself to meditate. Or y'all, let's be honest, we're all grownups here. We got sponsors. I think Uber, Uber Lube is one of our sponsors. Or Masturbate, right? Like being able to just do that in your space, being free to do that. So that's what, those are all the things that I think home means to me, if that makes any sense. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, the masturbation thing, like that's a, that is a full consideration, right? Like what are the things that being in a space where you feel free to do all of the things that make you feel happy, healthy, and whole. Exactly. Like that, that is so important where you can be, you know, I think about folks who are in spaces where particularly, like I think about, you know, I work on a college campus and thinking about those students who are living in dorm rooms or living in off-campus apartments and they're still sharing a room with other people. And, and that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But I think about that doesn't, that might not feel like home for them. Right. And so, and I think about that also in the sense of our next question of how do we dis- get disconnected from our internal home? Right. And so I immediately think about those, those college students who are sharing tiny spaces with other folks that they don't know that they are forced to get to know and how that could cause someone to get disconnected from their internal home, right? Because you may be in a space where you have to comp- compromise with others. And then you might find yourself in a, in, in a situation where you're maybe people pleasing. 
or you are holding ground in a way that's not your norm. So you're engaging with people in a way that is taking you away from who you are. And I think that that's one way that we can easily get disconnected, right? And as I said, people pleasing, like I thought about myself and how there have been times in my life where I have been a people pleaser and how that makes me disconnected from my internal home, right? Because I'm, as I'm people pleasing, chances are I am sacrificing a piece of myself in a way that's not healthy because I, I want to be clear that we do sacrifice, all of us. There are various points in life where it's going to be required of us to make sacrifices. But I think that the difference is with people pleasing, at least for myself, I got into a space where I'm sacrificing what I want and what I need to keep the peace or to make the other person happy, which then in turn causes me all of this in internal uproar, right? Because my body is like, nah, girl, what, what are we doing? This is, not, this is not what we want. And so then my internal home is disrupted. That is so powerful. It's like you're sacrificing a piece of yourself, but also internal peace within yourself, right? And I know that as a recovering people pleaser, so I am with you right here, Dom. I would say for me, like you said, shared space for sure, because I'm a person, I need space. Like even being married and having a child now, like I need a corner within myself, within my space to be able to retreat and do my meditation and just have time alone to journal and do those things. So I would say sometimes shared spaces can disconnect us from our internal home. I would say also trauma. We don't have to dive into that because this is not the episode for that. We have episodes for this lady, but there are certain traumatic experiences that I think about, whether it's physical, sexual, something of that nature, where that can have you disconnected from yourself, right? Disconnected from your feelings, from your emotions, and how you interact with the outside world. And then life in general, girl. Sometimes life be life in. And for me, recently, I was in a situation, lady, where my housing was tied to the employment. And so you know, because of COVID and all those things, that was basically taken away. And that brought up some trauma. I, I realized um, I never really went to therapy for my housing insecurity that I experienced over the years. Like I went to, you know, to therapy for some of the other traumatic experiences, but I, I realized recently that this housing insecurity that I grew up with was re-triggered. And so now because I'm in this stage of my life where I do have a child, right? I value home ownership more now than I did before because I could move freely and it was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm young, we're childless, whatever. We can just move around. But now having a child, it's like, I want stability. And so I think that what home looks like for us will evolve over time. And this kind of brings us to the importance of a personal homecoming before we dive deeper into some of the other areas that we want to jump into, lady. Let's just talk about why it's important for us to have a personal homecoming. And this is something I think we should do often. I would say that we were created to evolve and to grow, right? And I think that a personal homecoming should be a time for us to just celebrate internal exploration, to recalibrate and to align or realign with our most truest selves. Because if we're constantly changing, but we don't evaluate those things, then I feel like that's where we can see a lot of tension with who we are and who we're showing up as in life or who people see us are. So whether it's a career, right? Maybe you've outgrown a career path or a relationship and you're still in it just because that's what it's, what it's always been. 
And then you look up and you're like, oh, damn, how did I get here? Right. So I think that us checking in with ourselves and asking ourselves, what do I want? What do I truly want? Not what people want for me and what they said I should want or what social media is saying. Like, what do I truly want? What do I need? What makes me happy? And I think that when we answer those questions and check in, it eliminates that stagnation and it allows us to be true to ourselves and also those around us. Because I think there are definitely times in my life down where I did not check in with myself. And then I looked up. It feels like I was like in a daze. You know, you're on a freeway driving and you're like, wait, where was I at the past five minutes? Because I was, my mind was somewhere else. And then you look up in life and you're like, how the fuck did I get in this relationship? How the fuck did I end up at this job that I just absolutely despise? Like, when we don't check in, that's when I think those things happen. What do you think, Dom? I completely agree with you. I think that, and I think that also what tends to happen, we tend not to check in out of either fear or complacency, right? Comfortable with complacency, right? And sometimes life itself is just not giving us the space to check in, right? Because the reality is that, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about myself and folks that I know and thinking about, okay, when life has, when life is rough, right? And life is coming at you fast, there might not be space to check in with yourself because you have to keep going. Because if you stopped, you would be forced then to make a change that you might not be ready for, right? Or might not be an option in that moment. And so, you know, I I think about that checking in that sometimes, you know, sometimes that checking in is just a split second decision of, I'm listening to my body. Something isn't right. Is now the time for me to make, to check in and really do the work? Or do I need to put this on the back burner and know that I need to revisit it? Sometimes your quick, yes. your check-in is really just that. Dom, you are so on point. Cause I, I'm, th- I'm so glad you said that because when I think about the past, I would say three months for me, I have literally been just surviving. Like I have not had space to thrive or to do anything new or to explore these things because I had to figure shit out. You know what I mean? Like there were important things that had to be done and life was life in and it was hard and it was challenging. And so, like you said, I literally made notes of things that I wanted to do once I got settled. And once I was in a season where I could actually thrive and now I'm in that season, thank God. Whew. And now I'm like, I, I'm going back to that list of, okay, I want to get a trainer and we're going, we're going, we're going to get this belly pouch. We're going, we're going to deal with this belly pouch finally. Right. Cause I couldn't do that in the season of surviving. That was not the priority. At other priorities. So I'm so glad that you pointed that out. I think another key focus when we are, you know, diving into this personal homecoming is also reimagining our relationships, right? Is there a better way that we can relate to the people around us based on who we are today? How can we communicate that with them, right? How can we usher in new energy or how can we dismiss old or stagnant energy, right? From the current relationships. I think that's something else. And then I would also say reflecting on the past and just celebrating our wins, seeing what happened and embracing the lessons. And this is really why we wanted to have this conversation today, lady, to talk about homecoming, what that looks like on a personal level, but also what does it look like for us as podcasters, right? Because we're on this journey with you, whether you're tuning in for the first time, hey girl, hey, 
or you're an old faithful and you're like, girl, I've been rocking with y'all for a minute. Welcome back. Like we are on this journey together. And so, yeah, we just want to jump into that a little bit deeper. Yes. So speaking of that, T, how do you think you have changed since we've started this journey? Well, at the time of this recording, we have been podcasters officially for about three and a half years, which is so unbelievable to think about. We have almost 200 episodes, lady, which is so wild because it all starts with one, right? When you think about the journey, it all begins with a single step. And when you continue to progress and, you know, move forward, then you can make it work. So I would say for me, Dom, definitely more confident as it relates to this world of podcasting that we're in. I remember thinking in the beginning, like, oh my gosh, what if we run out of topics? What if like, I don't know what to speak about? What if I stutter over words and make mistakes? Literally almost every episode, I'm sure I've made a mistake. Like it is, a, it is what it is. Like it's, it's okay, yeah. right? Same, right? Like it's all good. Life goes on. It's not the end of the world. I would say definitely more confident. I would say I'm a mom now. That's one thing. And I'm walking into, I would say a new season Life is happening right now, Dom. So I'm going to I'm going to pass it back to you while I get the doorbell. <laughs> so when we first started, I had some of those same fears that T that you had that oh, I've never done podcasting before. Like, yeah, what if I mess up? Like, how long are we going to do this because what if we run out of content? And I don't necessarily like the way my voice sounds on when I play it back for myself, like what makes me think that other people are going to like it? And am I a good enough psychologist to come on and talk about mental health? And so like all of the, all of the insecurities like were coming up for me, right? Like, can I really do this? Can I really show up as the mental health professional? Right. And then as we, have gotten deeper into this, I'm like definitely way more confident, right? About who I am and confident and comfortable in who I am. And I think that also it doing the podcast, like I, we listen to our episodes, right? Like, I mean, we have to listen to them in multiple steps along the process, but we listen our episodes and I have grown. I have learned a lot from the guests that we have brought on and we'll talk some more about some of our guests. And, but I have learned a lot and I have grown a lot from the work that we're doing. That's so beautiful, Dom. And I, I, you know, we often talk about this off off air, but I remember when we started the podcast, we had this big vision and goal, and we'll talk about our origin story in a bit, but I remember two of the biggest goals that we both had, right? You remember what they were? I remember both of us wanting to, and this is part of our origin story, right? Mm-hmm. Is that both of us wanted to have a space. Well, first of all, before we even got into the idea, came up with the idea of podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. That we we wanted to figure out a way that we could impact black women's mental health in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And now I know that wasn't the, the the goal, the ultimate goal, but that was a thing that like stood out to me. And when we connected is that both of us had this shared vision of finding a way to 
improve the the lives of black women around their mental health. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. I think that and just uplifting conversation, you know, just initiating these uplifting conversations and again, finding that space to just be, because I feel like there is just with, with, we often work in fields where we are outnumbered. And again, like we said in the in the intro, right, we're underrepresented, we're misunderstood. So having this space where we, we hear from so many Black women who are living in parts of the world where they're like, I don't have community. I don't really have, you know, sisters and, and Black girls and Black women around me that I can chat with, but I put on the podcast and I feel like we, you know, y'all my homegirls in my head and we chatting and we're talking about all these different topics. So this was just so important to us. And who could have imagined, Dom, like where we, where we would have ended up, like that we'd be nearly 200 episodes in millions of downloads. Lady, we just appreciate you for being on this journey with us. I was also thinking about our personal goals because they were so near and dear to our heart. And we, we, I mean, we struggled a lot behind the scenes, but we talked about this in the manifestation episode, but Dom was working on becoming a licensed psychologist and I was working on becoming a mom. I was at the phase in life where I was like, this is, this is important to me. I want to be a mom. And it, I was having a tough time. And just to see us document how we didn't have what we really wanted, but then we were able to manifest it. And around the same time, which was yes, so amazing to that, me, like that was so, that beautiful. Was so beautiful. This was destiny, Dom. We were destined to be together in this way. <laughs> It's just so, it's so special, lady. And so let's go ahead and we're going to dive in a bit deeper. Let me see, Don, where are we going? Where are we going, girl? I'm looking at our, at our notes here. Our outline, yes, yes. So we're talking more about our origin story, right? And how we met. And, you know, I think I am convinced mm-hmm. that, and a firm believer, that things happen in your life for a certain reason. And at the right, at the time that they're supposed to, you know, my favorite for one of my favorite phrases is trust the process, right? That things happen the way that they are supposed to, even if it's not how we wanted it, right? Or how we envisioned it. And so I think about had I not been working at University of San Francisco, I don't know if we would have met, right? Well, really quick, Dom. In addition to that, though, one of my old colleagues from St. John's University when I was living in Queens, she worked at USF and invited me there. So if she wouldn't, it's just how everything is connected. If she wouldn't have invited me there, we would have, who knows if we would have met or how we would have met. But when I, when you look back in hindsight, it's just like, that was so amazing how it worked out with us. We weren't able to meet together for months, but I just had to add that other piece in there. Cause I yes. was like, she yes. was connected. We were connected. She connected me. Then we got connected. It's just, girl, trust the process for real. Oh, yes. Yes. So <laughs> lady, if you want to, we're not in the interest of time, we're not going to yeah. dive fully into how we met. If you yeah. want to get that full tea, you have to check out our very first episode, mm-hmm. season one, episode one. Yes. Welcome to the Her Space podcast. And because I think that that, that episode really gives you that immediate perspective of how, how we met, right? Exactly. A I was a motivational speaker brand strategist, college professor, psychologist, meet and have a shared vision. Yes. 
and here we are. Here we are. I mean, you got to go tune in, lady, because we talk about how to how do strangers meet, become great friends, and build this incredible brand together, right? It doesn't happen by accident. So definitely tune into that. And I would say, Dom, in the interest of like, you know, homecoming for us and what's coming in the future, one of our biggest goals right now, lady, is how do we feel more connected to you? Because so many people listen to the podcast. We're pretty active on social media, but we're just trying to figure out, like we, we talked about doing live events for the longest, but of course COVID happened, that interrupted that for us. But we want to figure out how can we get more connected to you? We don't want this to be a one-sided relationship where like, you know, all our business, right? You know, you know all about us because we were talking on the podcast, but we don't know about you. We don't know where you're from. We have surveys. So if you have ideas, feel free to head on over to our Instagram. We're going to go ahead and post a teal square on Instagram, right? So what you need to do is go to our Instagram at Herspace Podcast. Just scroll until you see the teal square. It's going to kind of be an insider. So folks that are on Instagram that haven't tuned in, they may not know what to do on the teal square, but you'll know what to do. We want you to share with us what ideas do you have for how we can build deeper connection with you. And also let us know what has been your favorite episode if you want to go above and beyond. Like if you want to just like blow us away and let us know what episode is your favorite, drop that in the comment section on the Till Square. And then Dom and I right now are going to share our top five favorite episodes just so you can know what's in the archives because again, almost 200 episodes. So Dom, I'm just going to jump on in and let me know if you, you connect yes. with me. I'm so excited. Oh, okay. This was yes. hard to choose. Can I just say this was it really was. difficult because as so I'm looking hard. at my little list of five, I'm thinking of other episodes where I'm like, oh damn, I forgot that one. Right. But same, same, gonna, same. Right? Okay. So here we go. First, my first one is, and this is in no particular order. Now, I, I'm sure I forgot some, but season 12, episode eight, it ain't about you, boo. How to stop taking things personally. Right? That was a good one. That was so good. Because I remember us both being like, well, we're very sensitive people. We take things personally. How can we work on ourselves, but also help the community so that we don't take things personally, right? Because it doesn't often serve us. So that was one. Number two for me is season 13, episode one, vibrate higher, 11 things to leave in the past year and how to have your best year yet. This is like a a listener favorite because I feel like everyone has tuned into this. They've shared it with friends. It has so many downloads. This was such a fun episode. And we also promoted our workshop, ladies. So you want to check that out, our Vibrate Higher workshop. So if you go to newyearworkshop.com, you can register for that, catch the replay, tune in. It was really magical. We got to meet some of you in person, or not in person, but on Zoom and have an intimate conversation. Okay. Number three, is season 12, episode 14, Why Billionaires Use Astrology and How You Can Too with Janelle Bloom, right? We got our birth charts read on the episode. Dom, that was a really juicy one. That was was. Okay. 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 Now, next one is season eight, episode seven, The Art of Manifestation, Keeping Hope Alive While You Wait for What You Want. Another listener favorite there. That one was very good. And then season nine, episode 13, how to be whole and happy while being estranged from your mom. And so I've, we talked a lot Ooh. about mommy issues, daddy issues. And that was a very intimate episode about my relationship with my mom, how to process having a baby when you're not close to your mom or not in communication. So those are my top five, Dom. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. 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 What I want to talk about them, but okay. okay. I'm going to give you my top five okay. and then you're going to circle back. Okay, okay, cool. Okay. All right. And so these are in no particular order. And lady, if you're listening, you will note that we do have some shared episodes in common. So, all right. So my top five, 
season eight, episode 12, Mommy Issues, Addressing the Wounds from Your Mother-Daughter Relationship. That was with Dr. Tama. And lady, like, Dr. Tama is just amazing. So I, what I enjoyed about that episode was because also for me personally at the time, I was going through some things with, in my own relationship with my mom. And so I think that having Dr. Tama on not only helped our audience, and that was like one of the first conversations that we had that allowed us to kind of dive into the mother-daughter relationship because that dynamic is so complex. So yeah, that one was, that's one. And then season nine, episode eight, What's a Chakra, Sex, Healing, and Balance with Elisa Bukin. Now, let me tell you, Elisa, like, we just love her. She was actually our very first guest in, yeah. in season two. That episode, I think what I really, that episode was also about, was part of our sex and love and relationship series. And what I love about that episode is that she talked about chakras and she gave us a beginner's overview of what chakras are and how that affects your relationship, right? And how who you are, the healing that you need to do affects your sex life as well. And which I think is something that we don't often think about. So, all right. So that's one episode or that's my second one. My next one, T, you already mentioned our Vibrate Higher episode. So season 13, episode one, Vibrate Higher, 11 things to leave in the past year and how to have your best year yet. In addition to it opening the doors for our first ever workshop, I think for me personally, what it did was it gave me space to really think about and level set going into that new this new year right and because also i i personally was in a space of i had just moved and you know really diving into a new job and so time to reset and really think of recalibrate so that one was really important for me personally and then my next one was another one that you also mentioned, T, season eight, episode seven, the art of manifestation, keeping hope alive while you wait for what you want. I think, again, I think what my top five are my top five because they'll, those were specific episodes that I resonated with on a personal level. And so in this art of manifestation episode, you and I both talked about our personal goals that we had as we started the podcast and how we were now at the point where we had manifested those goals. So that that's that's probably if I had to rank them, that one would probably be the number one. You're reading my mind because I was going to ask you that. I, I didn't want to make it hard. I was going to say, what's your number one episode? Okay, cool. So that would be number one. I'm with you. <laughs> and then... And I'm realizing as I'm looking over our notes that I put six, but we'll, so we're just going to roll with it. We're going to let me slide with these, these, these six. My number, <laughs> my number five is an episode with Dr. Janice Moody, who's a good friend of mine. She's, and she's appeared on a couple of episodes, but this particular episode, 
season eight, episode 11, coming to grips with being enough. I think why I love why this episode resonated is that as black women, we are often given indirectly and sometimes directly the messages that we are not enough. And in this episode, we got to talk about, no girl, hold on, sis, let's back up and let's remind ourselves that I am enough. So lady, if you are having that moment where you are like, looking at your superwoman cape hanging over there in the closet and you're like, I need to go put this on, but I'm tired. Leave that cape over there and go listen to that episode because you are enough. Period. Okay. Also, before we jump into our most surprising guests and episodes, lady, this will be a good time, again, in the effort of the homecoming, right? To think back on your life and think about what are your top five moments or your top five accomplishments? Like we don't take enough time to sit and celebrate ourselves. And I feel like you know, if you're anything like us, I feel like we're like kind of type A personality down where, you know, we're go-getters, we work really hard. And we're also, once we achieve a goal, we're kind of like, okay, cool. That's cute. Let's on to the next one. So I think just taking a moment to breathe, to sit with yourself and really think about your accomplishments and what you've done, you know, since you've been on this earth, I think that is, that is something that we should do more of. And I know sometimes lady, we, it's hard for us to see ourselves. So if you have to ask a friend, phone a friend, a cousin, homeboy, somebody, okay, to get some support. So now, Dom, we're going to dive into our most surprising guests. We definitely had plenty of moments where we have fangirled out and we've had guests who were like, oh my God, I cannot believe it. Yvonne Orgy for me is definitely one of those. Uh, that's season oh, 12, yes. episode two. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Bamboozled by Jesus, y'all. When we interviewed with Yvonne Orgy, unfortunately, we couldn't record the video, but we got to be on video with her and she was just such a vibe. So cool. So down to earth. Even though she's so successful and she was like on this, you know, crazy tour for her comedy special and her movie and her book, she would, she just treated us with so much kindness and we really had a great conversation. So I would say Yvonne Orgy was definitely one where I was like, oh my gosh, we have Yvonne Orgy on the podcast. I would say also- That was, mm-hmm. that was my, one of mine too, right? Really? Because, because of that, right? Like Because I just felt like in that conversation, like I think that sometimes we have this perception that when you're interviewing someone high profile, mm-hmm. that- there's going to be a lot of these stipulations and don't ask this and avoid this. And, and, and then they come on and they're just like, okay, this is just one more thing to check off my list of in my long list to do, which I can understand. But that is not at all. I will say we have not had that experience with any of our guests, right? I've heard of people being like that, but Yvonne was just so like, it felt like kicking it with the homies. It definitely did, girl. That's spot on. I would say also Tashonda Duckett. If you don't know who Tashonda Duckett is, definitely go Google her lady. Uh, that's T-H-A-S-U-N-D-A Duckett. She's doing amazing work in the world. And that episode, that was also a good episode. Season seven, episode five, Executive Women, Living Your Purpose and Exploring the Myth of Balance. She dropped so many gems. She's extremely successful. I was just I was just blown away, Dom. I, I, I think we learned so much from our guests, and I felt super blessed to be able to have a chance to converse with her. Now, this next guest, I feel like I just really wish I could call my grandmother and be like, you have to tell me if you let your grandmother know, too. I wish I could call my grandmother and be like, my mom, guess who I interviewed? So Rhonda Ross, right? Diana Ross and Barry Gordy's daughter, Rhonda Ross, who was incredible. She's an incredible 
artist and performer and mother. And she just had such a beautiful spirit and beautiful story. And one of the things that stood out to me, Dom, in that conversation is the idea of, what was it, Dom? It was shining bright in an already bright sky. I thought that was such a beautiful way to put it when you think about someone that comes from greatness and then having this expectation or pressure to be great in your own right and fig- following the steps of your your parents who are like these global superstars. That was such an incredible conversation. And I just, I had such a great time with her. So yes, to answer your question, I did bring it up to my grandmother and then my godmother and my mom. And they were all like excited because they were like, cause they, yeah. So they, because they know Motown and they know like Diana Ross and they were like, Oh, Oh. And so they, they definitely were excited. So dope. I love it. I love it. And I have two more lady and then I'm going to pass it over to you. So the next person is Joy Taylor. That was episode 11. I'm sorry, season 11, episode eight, why we need black women in sports media. Joy Taylor, if you don't know Joy Taylor, you need to Google her too, but she's making strides in the sports media industry for black women. That was such a great interview too. She was definitely one of those folks where I was like, oh my gosh, Joy's on TV every day and she's so dope and she's accomplished and she's doing great things in the world. And we get to you know have a conversation with her. So that was super exciting. And then the last person, we've had her on twice and we actually saw her on Red Table Talk and decided to picture and that's Dr. Romani Dervasala and we did an episode with her season six episode eight season six episode seven my apologies raised by a narcissist signs symptoms and how to recover that Dr. Romani is always amazing that was mind-blowing and then we had season 10 episode three how to finally leave your narcissistic partner Dr. Romani talks all things narcissism and narcissists and so I'm just always blown away when I, whenever I hear those conversations. And one thing that stood out to me, Don, from the conversations with Dr. Romani is that oftentimes you cannot change a narcissist and they don't change. And I think for me, that has given me the confidence to really, truly cut people off and distance myself and be okay with not being in relationship with them, despite what their title or role might be in my life. But if they are having the, if they identify as this person and that's how they're showing up, there's no, you can't change people. And I think having this overly optimistic view of life sometimes, it kind of sometimes makes me fall into this naive pattern of, oh, well, because I change so much and I like to evolve, this person's going to do the same. But oftentimes narcissists don't. So that was a great episode, both of them. I love all the episodes that you named because I'm like, yes, those were all like really like important guests that we had and for various reasons. Right. And so I will say that Yvonne and I mentioned, you know, why and Rhonda Ross also both. So those two immediately came to mind for me in terms of guests that were like surprising or really cool. And I'm glad we had that experience. So mine, the others on my list have a different shift to them. Right. So one, one, one of them, Season nine, episode six, two husbands and one boyfriend, demystifying polyamory and polygamy with Kenya Stevens. So I will say I put that in like my like surprise, you know, guest episodes because I know for me personally going into that interview, I generally consider myself to be pretty open minded. and. So going into that interview, 
I really was like curious on like, how does this really work? Can it really work? Right. Like I, a level of curiosity, mix of curiosity and skepticism. Right. And what I loved about this interview is that Kenya came in and she knew what people were coming in with. Right. She knew that people were going to have that skepticism. And, and a lot of folks have skepticism that's like and pessimism that's way deeper than what I was how I was coming in. Right. And so what I appreciated was that she really did demystify all of those things that would have had folks saying, nah, this ain't for me. Right. So I, that's why I'm, that's one of my like top, like surprise guest episodes, because like she really, I think helped open more minds. My next episode or guest is Dr. James Wadley, and he appeared on season eight, episode three, getting it in sex, intimacy, and dating in the times of quarantine. Yes. Child, listen, 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 Linda. That episode was so fun. So I know Dr. Wadley and, and so I'm used to his energy and I, and so that's one reason why I wanted to have him on the show, but I appreciated having a man's energy in that space and, and being able to talk about sex, right? Like loved it. So then my next one would be good mom's bad choices. Neela and Erica, I, I, I love them. So we were talking about, so in season eight, episode four, we were talking about daddy issues and how it impacts your relationship and sex life. And lady, if you haven't listened to Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast, definitely go and check it out. Mila and Erica are such a vibe and they brought that energy into the episode, right? Like I think I was initially skeptical about how it would go having Four women. Right. Yes. Recording. Right. Yeah. And we weren't in person. And that flowed just as if we were all sitting around somebody's living room having a good conversation. It was so good, Don. I just want to say I love that we were able to share four different perspectives on like relationships with dads. And we talked a little bit about moms too, but that was really, really good. I love it. Your episodes are really great, girl. I love the choices. And lady, now we're just going to jump into a couple more things just to kind of give you an idea of what's happened for us on this journey since we started. And so, yeah, let's jump on in. So January 1st, 2019, that's when we're we released our very first episode. And since that time, let me just say, we have had a bunch of highs and lows, personally and professionally, one of which we had to change. And you got to go back to the archives to listen to this episode that we had with our amazing trademark attorney, Rookie Tajani. We had to change our podcast name in the midst of the journey. So we already had our name, our social media handles. We even had some merch, I think. Yes, we had we merch sure and everything. We sure and did. we found out that we weren't able to trademark the name. So we ran into that, had to make some changes, but we got it. And now we finally have our trademark. So we are officially cultivating her space. So we own that. We hired our first team member, right? Now we actually have a team now. We have three people that we work with typically on a weekly basis to get this podcast out to you, lady. And that helps us delegate and be more creative and dedicate more time to just be on the mic so we can chat with you. What else do we have, Dom? We had our first workshop ever, our new year workshop. So lady, again, if you are looking to, even though, you know, it might not be 
the first of the year when you're listening to this episode, it's always it's always a good time to have a reset. And so if you go to newyearworkshop.com, you can access all of that amazing content. And we're hoping that we do put on more workshops in the future. Absolutely. And then the next thing is if you've been listening and hell, honestly, if you're listening to this episode and you already know that we have been welcoming sponsorships from some amazing brands. And lady, we just want to let you know that any ad that you hear read from Terry or I or both of us, then that means that that's a product that we try. And that we are putting it out there because we believe it's something that you could benefit from as well. Lady, just real quick, we are not thirsty. We have had people come to us trying to give us money and we went to their site like, let me check out this brand. Would our listeners like it? And they might have like a whole bunch of white women on the page and it's like not a good fit. And we're just like, Mm-mm, we can't do it. Like, nope. so when, like Dom said, when we, when you hear an ad with our voice, know that one, it costs money to keep a podcast up. So we got to do what we got to do. Cause this is a free offering that we give you, right? A free labor of love. But we really do take in, into account the brands that we decide to partner with. And then that takes us to what to expect over the next few months. So I'm going to give it over to Dom to do this since my background is super lit over here with all the horns and honking. (laughs) And so that's something that you can expect over the next few months, right? That we, as Terry gets situated in her new space, if you are following us on Patreon, then you might see that there's a couple of episodes where we start and stop because of the noise in her background. Or you might see that her background looks different because she's recording in a different space. So know that that's something, you know, don't get surprised by the change. Know that we're doing this. We're adjusting to make sure that we are continuously putting out the good content for you. The next thing that we're hoping to do is we are hoping to have more live streams. We're wanting to have host quarterly wind downs. Basically, we are wanting to get more engaged with you, lady. So listen, as you are putting, you are responding to that blue teal on Insta, that blue teal square on Instagram. Also, let us know how you want to be in community with us, because we want to make sure that we are providing things that you want. We don't want to host a quarterly wind down and y'all are like, well, we don't want to sit on Zoom and drink wine and tea with y'all. We want to we want to have a kickback in person. If that's what you want, let us know so that we can figure it out and bring it to you, lady. All right. All right. And then let's see. Then the last thing, lady, we want to manifest some amazing guests. Okay. So help us out. If you have connections, let a sister know, hit us up in the DM, email us herspacepodcast at gmail.com in the subject line, put, I got the connect. Okay. We want to interview B Simone. We are huge fans of B Simone and her friend of Megan Brooks. They have an amazing podcast. I've listened to every episode, Dom. I'm obsessed. B Simone and Megan Brooks. We got Taraji P. Henson, Issa Rae. We want her on the show. We're, we're manifesting Trap Yoga Bay. We were close, but schedules didn't align. So Trap Yoga Bay, Michelle Obama, Beyonce, okay, and Oprah. And of course, Oprah. Okay, the one and only Oprah. All right. So those are some of the guests that we would like to manifest. So help a sister out. Help your sisters out. 
And yeah, lady, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you again, same time, same place. You know, every Friday we release the episode and we thank you for tuning in. Hey lady, it's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at cultivatingherspace.com. And be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show.